This is the introduction to this week's program. Take two of the introduction because the batteries died. But we didn't get that far into the last one. So no, so it's okay. It's all good. So we're going to introduce the show after a two-week absence. Here we're back. Absence. <laughs> and uh, we've got a little show of tidbits and snippety clips where we're just talking about whatever comes to mind. Um, yeah, it's one of those. You guys are familiar with this kind of a cast. It's just a we're gonna We're going to bring you an actual kind of focused show. We're going to talk about He-Man, He-Man next week. Yeah, we'll talk about He-Man next week. But we didn't get a chance to do that. Um, we, we've not caught up on our He-Man in sufficient fashion. Yeah. But we'll have time to when we're not in the studio next week. Because this is the final show that we're going to do before we start recording our new album. Woo-woo. We start on Monday. We talk about that more in the actual episode. Yes. Anyhow, um, yeah. Um, if there was ever a time to follow us, now is the time. Now is the time. You can check us out on Facebook.com slash SuperDivorce, uh, Instagram.com <laughs> slash <laughs> at SuperDivorceBand. Um, Snapchat at Super Divorce. Uh, well, I think I think we should really try to like get back get on the Instagrams and the Snapchats yeah, during will. recording. We will during recording for so sure. So we'll do that. Um, make sure you send us an email or add your email to our mailing list at superdivorceme.com. Mm-hmm. Um, what else am I missing? Twitter at SuperDivorce. Yeah. Twitter.com at SuperDivorce. <laughs> and then if you want to follow me on social media, just look me up at Nicholas Villars. And you can find me on Facebook somehow, and you can also find me on Instagram at BenderButt. And with that, enjoy this week's program. Enjoy, chefs. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Hey, man, welcome to Super Divorce Supercast. This is Nicholas. And Bender. And we're back here with you after a few... Two weeks? Two weeks. Uh-oh. 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 Kyle sent me a photo! Uh-oh. I was on vacation and we did not get a chance to record episodes in advance. No, because so, we were lazy. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't make it a priority, so sorry. But here we are, and um, this is the last episode before we go and start recording our brand new full length oh album. Oh my god. We literally, guys, we've been talking about it for so long and we literally start recording in three fucking days. Yep. Three days. It is finally here. Finally. It's so crazy because it's been, I mean, almost almost a year mm-hmm. that we've like had a plan yep. about what we were going to do. Yeah, my boss is still mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> he's had all this time to mentally get ready. And, I know, he's still pissed. Yeah. He still doesn't understand that I'm going to be gone for four weeks. Yep. So we're going up to uh, Michigan to random awesome studio with 
producer and good friend Josh Schroeder, and uh, I was just talking to him yesterday. Yeah. He's really excited. I can't wait. He said he's been looking forward to this project for a year, basically. That's so awesome to have that support, yeah. like going into it, the, for the producer to be like, "I'm so pumped to work on this." Because he's never done anything like this. I mean, yeah. he does pretty much all either kind of like emo screamo metal metalcore it's all within that realm this is just going to be a pop album i mean right i was telling him it's the first time that i've gone into something where my role is not going to be simply go in record my vocals and then leave right like this where it's just gonna i feel like it's it's going to be just us in a room and and ideas just I know just overflowing just yeah fucking the room is gonna be bursting with with creativity that's and... where I'm at too like I'm expecting that and I'm hoping for that because like you know I've been I've and we've talked about this I've told you but like I've been listening to the songs and and like they're really great and and everything but like it's it's very it this is also you know it's a very new process for me I've only ever recorded drums. I don't even know if I'm going to touch a drum set this time around. Yeah. I mean, I, I, pro I feel like I probably will, but it also, you know, it requires like, I'm going to have to learn a new instrument. And I, you know, I talked to, I told you like, I want to sing on this album. So mm -hmm. we're going to like work that out. But, um, it's, it's really hard for me to like hear the rest of the song. Right. Hear what's not there. Hear what needs to be added to it to, like, fill the space and mm -hmm. fill it out and whatever. So, like, unfortunately, you know, I've been trying to, like, jot things down or take notes or whatever. And I'm not... It's hard. I, yeah. I don't... I'm not coming up with a lot. Mm -hmm. You know? I have a couple ideas here and there, but it's really... It's really hard. Yeah. So, however... Uh, as nervous as I am, I'm also excited because I think once we get in the studio and you have ideas and Josh has ideas and I have ideas, I think it's going to be that the three of us are going to be able to be like, oh, I like that idea, but let's try this. Yeah. And yeah. and everything's just going to build off of each other's ideas or, you know, we'll be able to take that and be like, oh, I like what you said, but I'm going to mold it mm -hmm. and how about we try this? Yeah. As opposed to like, with pretty much every other recording I've ever done in almost 15 years now, it's basically been you get everything set before you go in, and then you've got like a few little production tweaks and some uh, little sprinkles of, of uh, creativity and spontaneity that you, that you throw in. But for the most part, the recipe is there when you walk into the door right you know now it's like we've got we've got kind of like an outline for each tune and and there's so much room to just go anywhere right and uh i mean i like expect some of the songs to end up vastly different yeah they than, probably will than what yeah. they're even recorded at now yeah so i i'm yeah it's gonna be pretty interesting yeah i mean uh, and on top of going like previously you know going in with this recipe it was also that everybody went in having written their own parts yeah the guitarist wrote the guitars the bass player wrote the bass the drummer wrote the drums you wrote the vocals like that's how it's always been and so now this is just like anybody can write anything mm -hmm. and, and we don't even know 
who's going to be playing what, what? Yeah. when we do the release show because the songs are in such a primordial form if you will you know right. there's not I, we haven't been able to get together and practice really because we don't know what it is that we would be practicing right. because so much is going to be done in the studio but you know if we if we only had a week to go up there and do it we would have had to get everything formed ready and ready to, be to go able to perform it and yeah. everything we, we can't we can't do that right now but luckily we have a full month and that's why it's it's so exciting to me is because the process is going to be so much different we're walking in there with uh kind of a loose outline and and we get to fill it in in yeah. the studio yeah i almost expect you know not too many days because a month is a long time but it's also like not a long time yeah. you know but I, I i almost expect like the first day maybe the first two days to just be us sitting around mm-hmm. like probably listening to different listening things, to different things different, listening to different songs different yeah. bands different this different that which josh already said that's that's going to be a majority of our first first day when we get there you know we will like, kind of look at what we want to go for and then try and fill in the blanks as to how we're going to make that happen right so yeah it's it's gonna be it's gonna be such such a different new fun scary you know exciting yeah. experience but i feel like it's gonna be in a way a bit easier than anything that i've done before because there won't be any of those points where you're gonna have three hours where the bass player is trying to hit this one section, you know, yeah. or one particular guitar riff that's really complicated they can't get through. We've kind of taken that out of the equation here because so much is, it's pretty much going to be all digital. Yeah. So besides like playing the synth lines and, and that kind of stuff, and even a lot of that can be programmed in. Right. You know, I don't have an ego about that going into this project. I just want to get our ideas in and make a great record, mm-hmm. you know, and I think next time around we'll have a better idea of what we need to do to prepare for recording. Right. But because it's so foreign for all of us, really Josh too, um, it's just going to be kind of a, you know, really an exercise in creativity and just seeing what happens. Yeah. So I'm pumped. Yeah. I'm pumped to not be at <laughs> yeah <clears throat> so that's what's going on with with us and i guess we'll just uh we'll be giving some updates because we can still record this podcast mm-hmm. while we're up there yep still be uh posting these up all throughout the process um yeah well probably i would assume we can probably get back on track next week and even watch he-man together yeah and then uh watch he-man together and then talk about it next week as Mm -hmm. well as give give you guys an update on what we've been doing for the first four days of first five days of uh recording yeah Uh, we get to get to go back up and stay with don bauer yep at hotel bauer the guy who uh, is recording us josh his um his father-in-law uh, basically runs kind of a hotel. Mm-hmm. It's base. it's his house, but 
all the bands that come through, they just are allowed to stay there. And they, it used to be Don and Irene, his, his wife Irene, who was just awesome, uh, unfortunately passed away last year. And um, she loved all the bands that came through. So does Don. They have uh, an entire, um, like a, I it's guess like a it pantry, like door, pantry door, kind door. Of. yeah, and it's just filled with pictures and newspaper articles and, and notes and yeah. just things from all the bands and signed things from mm-hmm. every band that stayed there. And my first band has a picture. Well, not my very first. My first band that stayed up there, the Great American Beast. There's still a picture of us up there from like 2009 when we first recorded with Josh so um but yeah Don has kept that tradition alive and still lets all the bands and artists come through and they don't uh he doesn't ask for any money there's food yeah there's you know uh comfortable sleeping arrangements you know just take great care of everyone so yeah that's really awesome it's like going and staying at your grandparents house it's another thing I look forward to from going up there i want to go back to that bar that we sang karaoke at (laughs) the last time that had the big ass stage yeah we'll have to do that it was like i just remember it was close to hooters Mm -hmm. (laughs) yep because that's where we had dinner yep played miniature golf yep and i always have to go to um brooklyn i think it's brooklyn boys is it that pizza place yeah well, we had we ate dinner at an Italian place. Was that Brooklyn Boys? Or yeah, I think with so. With the garlic knots? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's where we did have pizza there. The bar was like on the same strip as that because we just walked. Mm-hmm. And we were like walking back to the car or whatever and then saw that people were singing karaoke, so we went in. Yeah. I want to do that. I want to go like every week we're there mm-hmm. like go do karaoke and become like a staple because i want to wear super outrageous 80s <laughs> clothes and then only do 80s songs and then just like disappear as mysteriously yeah. as i appeared <laughs> we'll, we'll become yeah like on week three yeah we'll be the regulars be like oh hey see, and then we'll be there one more time and yeah. they'll never see us never again. see us again <laughs> like man what happened to those like Dude, I swear to God, there were these dudes that came in for like four weeks and they just were like dressed like the 80s, man. And all they ever did was sing 80s songs. Like, you, like, seriously, you have to believe me. And then they just never fucking came again, man. I don't even know. I don't know what happened. Like, I have like, like, cut off jean shorts and like ringer t shirts and a fucking fanny pack and a, uh, um, like a windbreaker, like a USA Olympics mm-hmm. windbreaker. Nice. And all kinds of stuff. And I just want to like just <laughs> all out, just 80s looks, 80s looks, and just do Tainted Love and like uh, Hungry Like a Wolf and just mm-hmm. all these fucking songs. That would be fun. I don't know. We'll make that happen. Yeah, it's going to be. That's, I'm looking forward to that. I ordered those Pumas, by the way. Really? Yeah. I saw another pair that were similar, just like different colors. Yeah. And I want those fucking Reeboks. Which ones? The Miami Vice? Either the Miami Vice ones or the 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 tennis ones, the Wimbledon ones. Yeah. Were those the ones that I sent you the, the Antonio Banderas? Yeah, that was so funny. 
I love that gif. I laughed so hard when I saw that. <laughs> Did you ever see the one where they replace him with Joel from The Last of Us? No. Oh, man, that's so good. I'm going to have to pull it up real quick. Uh, let me see. But, here. yeah, those, those, those Miami Vice Reeboks were yeah, so good. <laughs> how did he even do that i have no idea i i wonder if those oh the longer God. version it's so funny what's this is this from a movie like this yeah i think uh, it was i don't remember which movie it's from but antonio banderas is like oh yeah here it is here's the full thing so he sits down at the computer <laughs> if you haven't seen this gif before just look up antonio banderas gif and he's like you see like a balcony in the background yeah and he just sort of like leans back in his chair and kind of like brings his fist up to yeah. his mouth it's like, like he just like he saw something so good mm. yeah <laughs> oh so good <laughs> And Nick and I were talking about shoes yesterday, like little girls. <laughs> and uh, I sent him a nice pair of, of Reeboks, of Reebok pumps from yeah. the 80s. And he sent me this GIF, and it was like the best thing. It was the best <laughs> part of my day yesterday, really. Uh, that's good. It's a good GIF. It's a fucking good GIF. <clears throat> Look up the GIF. But only if you say GIF, not JIF. Yeah, if you say JIF, you can JIF to F-O. <laughs> JIF the fuck out. There's one of Antonio Banderas watching the Joel version. <laughs> oh, that's good. Fantastic. Yeah. So, what else? Oh! That reminds me, I beat Breath of the Wild while we were on vacation. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What'd you think? Awesome. Yeah? Yeah. There's still, like, I have plenty of side quests left to do. Right. I just, I did, um, I did, like, the main, really, I mean, shit, they've got, like, on your menu, your main quests, and then side quests, and shrine quests, and... I, we've talked about before you could go straight and try and fight ganon like, yeah. immediately if you are insane but there are like four guardians that you have to unlock to try and help you in your final battle and uh i did all of those and um then went and fought him and uh it was a pretty cool boss fight too mm-hmm that's cool. Yeah. I haven't beaten anything or done anything. Yeah. I, you know, I'm just, I feel like the nostalgia is so strong for Ocarina of Time. Yeah. But I feel like this has to be the best Zelda game that they've ever made. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, you just play it and just feel so enthralled and drawn into that world. It's, it's great. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, I, I, it's also, 
cool to hear that like they're going to keep that open world format for like the entire series moving forward really yeah so eventually legend of zelda is going to be like as big as the witcher yeah it probably will be yeah so that's uh that's my gaming that i did i also started playing um uh the bomberman game uh which is fun uh, have you ever played Bomberman? Um, not in the original. I played, like, the Bomberman 64 games that were, like, actual, like, platformers. Oh, okay. That were really difficult. Mm-hmm. Like, because N64 tried to take all of the classic platformers and make them into 3D platformers. Yeah. And they were all really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, Mega Man 64 was fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I started that, and then Puyo Puyo Tetris. Have you heard of that game? No. It's like, it's Tetris and another game called Puyo Puyo, and it's like, it's kind of like Dr. Mario. Uh Uh-huh. A little bit, with like these little blobs that you have to move around, you have to get like four of each color in a row, and they disappear. Okay. But it's, it's neat because you can play, like, versus an opponent, you can play where your side of the screen is Tetris and they're playing this other game but you're battling each other oh. and it's kind of a neat concept or you can both play t- Tetris or both play Puyo Puyo it's a fun game though Interesting. Um, but now that I beat Zelda that's kind of like it's kind of it for like the big huge first party games until yeah. Mario comes out yeah it really is everything else is either like multiplayer or it's just like mario kart like you don't yeah. you don't beat mario <laughs> yeah. kart like you just play it there's some fun um like indie games that yeah. have come out for it like only digital um and then like the street fighter 2 whatever edition they put out oh um, yeah the classic street fighter 2 yeah i haven't been there's nothing's been really striking me as far as like even stuff like coming up. Yeah. Like, I think Tekken looks fun. Mm-hmm. This Tekken Seven. Um, I think. I'll, I'll play. I'll play the new Uncharted. Uh, I was thinking about going back into Final Fantasy now. Really? Yeah, that was kind of my plan is to get through Zelda and then go back to that. Because I never made it very far into it. Um, I think I'd played maybe five hours or so, and then Zelda released. So right. I've just been on that. Really yeah, I remember time. talking about it with you, and you were telling me where you were, and I was like, you have done nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get further into it? No. I can't handle that game. No? Okay. I can't. Well, it's the same with, like, I loved Horizon Zero Dawn, and I got so far into it, and then just was like, all right. Yeah. Done. Like, Didn't beat it. Nope. <laughs> I've. It's one of those things that I'll probably much like I did with Tomb Raider. Like I'll. I played so much of it, mm-hmm. and then I was just like, all right. Now I can't play it for like a year and a half, <laughs> but then eventually I'll probably want to beat it. Mm-hmm. You know. But, I. Yeah. I was just. <clears throat> I don't know. I just got bored. I got tired of it. Uh, oh, I also saw Wonder Woman. Yeah. While we were gone. And I saw Logan. Mm-hmm. So. Did you buy Logan? No, but I want no. to. I want to watch Logan Noir so bad. 
I still want to watch that. I've got it sitting downstairs, but I haven't had a chance to yeah. yet. I want the Best Buy Steelbook because it had like er, new original comic art. Did you see the? Uh, where did I get? I think I got mine at Target. Did you see that version of it? No. Did you get a Steelbook? No. Oh. It's like an actual book, Ooh. and it's got like I'm the I'm gonna get it real quick. Okay, get it real quick. Okay. I'm gonna talk about. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Did you guys see Logan? Uh, oh, there's this other movie coming out called It Comes at Night. Um, it's put out by the production company A24. Oh, I was giving them a rundown of this other movie. But let me see this. Ooh, it is like a real... Is it like a photo book type deal? Yeah. You know? I don't want to... It's stuck. You'll never get to watch this oh, movie. Oh, no. Have you gotten it out before? Yeah. Can you, like, shake it? Shake it like a Polaroid, Polaroid picture? picture? This is... These people who make these cases sometimes, let me Let me tell, tell you. I, just don't, I don't want to rip it. I don't want to do see. anything bad. Let's see if I can make this happen here it looks like it's kind of starting to maybe it's too th it's just probably too thick yeah if you pull those out there's the logan war let's see that's maybe. just like it's just so it's so sweet now logan war there we go yeah it's just too thick yeah that's what she said yeah <laughs> Good delay. Good timing. That's pretty cool. So what do you think? That or Steelbook? I don't know. This is pretty rad. All these black and white pictures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like this. This is such a good movie. It really was. Very surprising. You know, I gotta tip my cap to... Marvel allowing these movies to mm -hmm. be what they need to be. Yeah. You know? Because, like, they didn't bitch out on Deadpool. No. They didn't bitch out on this. You know, they're exactly what they needed, you know? Yeah, I agree. What they should have been. So, uh... Yeah, there was a lot of uh, gore in this movie. Which... Logan at this point, um, he doesn't give a shit, you know? Nope. So. <clears throat> I think that, uh, they did, I don't know, they did the story justice, um, to the extent that they could without just doing an exact copy of the comic, yeah, you know? I, I'm not, I haven't read it still, and, uh. I'm not, like, fully aware of everything that happens, but I know that there's more characters involved, mm -hmm. like Hawkeye and Hulk are in it, and yeah. different things like that, and it's just kind of like, I feel like they did the right thing scaling it down to just Logan. Mm-hmm. Because um, it feels different, and it feels, it, like, gives it a sense of desperation, in yeah. a way, 
it doesn't feel like an over-the-top comic book movie. No, and he really, it's, you know, he really seems like the, he is the only hope for this girl. Like, Mm -hmm. even having, even though I don't think that they help out much, of course, I don't know, but even having the Hulk and Hawkeye, like, present in that universe, I feel like, you know, you could have spent the movie asking, like, well, why didn't you just go to them? Like, why don't you just go get help? Like... Mm -hmm. The fact that they talk about how there's no more mutants and Logan is still there and everything, he just it feels like he's the only one that can do anything about this. Well, in in the comic, in Old Man Logan, like the desolation of the world is kind of due to the fact that like the world map is split up into territories, and like each territory is lorded over by a different supervillain. Mm-hmm. So like. Doctor Doom has like his own country basically, and then the Kingpin has his, and so that's kind of how it's split up. Right. In this, it's more, you know, just the fact that the mutants have been kind of wiped out. Yeah, the mutants are just gone. Yeah. And there's a there's a push to make to to synthesize new mutants instead of letting it happen naturally they're mm-hmm. forcing it to happen much like i mean it's it's the web it's basically the weapon x program yeah um i mean that's i guess that is what it is they just don't name it that uh so i don't know it's really cool though there was one thing that bothered me in it but that's it was the uh you know the certain fight outside of when they get taken in by the one family, mm-hmm. and then he has to fight. I thought that was dumb. You did? Yeah. Like, I wanted it to be a different character. Similar, but, like, different. Mm-hmm. As in, you know, maybe it would have been cool if they had, like, made it his son. Yeah. You know? Somehow. Like... Yeah. But just because they were... Mm-hmm. I was like, "What?" <laughs> didn't like that. No, I I was just I was just off put. I didn't expect it. Yeah. And then when I saw it, it felt corny. I it it could very well be part of the comic, and that's fine. Maybe, maybe it'll uh, be cooler in black and white. Maybe. Mm-hmm. It just it just it just felt corny. Yeah. But I still. I still liked the movie overall. God, that last scene. Mm-hmm. She, like, turns down the cross. Yeah. Fuck, that was so good. Yeah. Well, watch Logan and uh, watch Wonder Woman because they're both really good. Yeah. You can't watch Wonder Woman at home yet, though, unless you steal it. Don't do that. <laughs> or, uh, you know, she might show up at your house. Yeah. I think uh, the girl that plays Wonder Woman is, not only is she just a beautiful woman, but she is, like, the most perfect Wonder Woman they could yeah, have found. absolutely. I mean, dead on. Just like I really think um, Henry Cavill looks like mm-hmm. um, Clark Kent. Yeah. Ben Affleck, I don't really see. I like Ben Affleck. I don't really see him as Bruce Wayne. The older grizzled Bruce Wayne, I guess. I just watched Batman vs. Superman again last week. Yeah. And I love that movie. Really? I think it's great. I think everyone's out of their mind just 
bashing on it for whatever reason. I feel like it's still the cool thing to do to like shit on Ben Affleck for no reason, even though he hasn't done a bad movie since like Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> literally like everything yeah. he does is like great, but it usually, it usually ends up being one of those things where it's like Ben Affleck has a new movie. Who fucking cares? And then it comes out and like, Holy shit. That new Ben Affleck movie is great. Right. But like, for whatever reason, people still shit on the the Batman vs Superman movie. I don't I don't know exactly why. I guess there was the whole thing where I remember Bob being super butthurt about him like supposedly killing people, killing people and. I mean, like stuff. I still I know you don't agree with that because we've had plenty of heated debates, but like I still I see where Bob is coming from. Like there was never, I don't think that there is a blatant. Like, he shoots the gun on his car, and it hits a person, and they die. But I do agree that he puts the people in a situation that they would not survive. Like, when he um, attaches the tow cable to the car Mm -hmm. um, behind him, and there's, like, four people in the car, and... By the time he lets that car go, there is no way that any four of those people would be alive. Too bad. Like, shouldn't have been a bad guy. I and I I I get it because like he's he's a little the Dark Knight Returns at that point. He's the Dark Knight Returns, Dark Knight. Yeah, you know he's he doesn't really give a fuck. But at the same time, I still don't. He still isn't killing people in Dark Knight Returns unless you count Joker. But. I I mean I'm not as bothered by it as as Bob was. Well, I I, I just I get it. I yeah. understand if you are a huge Batman fan and you really adhere to that whole like he doesn't kill people, that's his thing. If you, you know, if that's what you identify with with the character, then I can understand why you would have a problem yeah. with Batman versus Superman, but if you don't care, then it well, still I guess now movie. now that I'm thinking about it, I'm I'm recalling some of the complaints people had and it was like they didn't like uh <laughs> i almost said mark zuckerberg uh what's his um, name jesse, jesse eisenberg. eisenberg as lex luther yeah which i don't i mean i'm not like uh, i'm not really a lex luther purist no i don't know really many people that are lex luther is such a weird character because yeah. he like he beats Superman all the time, mm-hmm. and he's just a fucking dude. Like, he's just a rich guy. I don't... Superman has some of the weirdest arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just, I don't Well, I think it's like the pairing is because the reason he's able to get the best of him is because he is so much the polar opposite of Clark Kent or Superman. Like intellectually morally ethically that he's willing to do just about everything that superman is not willing to do yeah so you could use that against someone even if you are technically underpowered physically yeah but he always has that like mech suit yeah yeah maybe i don't know if they're gonna bring that into the movies i hope not i feel like he's had that for a long time though he has i think he has i feel like it's like when i think of lex luther you think now, of him in his suit i used to think of suit. like gene hackman you know yeah. from like the original movies now i think of him in his big mech suit yeah so i don't know because he is often <laughs> often portrayed in that big mech suit 
dumb. Even in Blackest Night, he's mm-hmm. in that suit when he becomes a Orange Lantern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like I don't like Lex Luthor. I will not complain about Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, but I think that he just looks young. Yeah, like but Lex Luthor had to be young at some point, so I mean he did, and you get him in the traditional shaved head version at the very end. You do, and that is that's all that's fine. It's just like I assume I guess Superman is supposed to age like slower. Or whatever, because he's from Krypton. But, I don't know. I guess they don't, they they sort of do, but they don't just, like, straight up establish that this is a young Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, this is Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you're bombarded with in the comics is sort of like a mid-30s, you know, successful businessman. And in this movie, you get, like, a 20-something mark zuckerberg type businessman yeah and it doesn't quite fit your vision of what lex luther is and I, and like i said i just think physically mm-hmm. just jesse eisenberg just looks young it, yeah. it's almost like they gave the role to michael Sarah. yeah you know yeah he does a great job like i think he's a good actor i i just think he just physically looks young mm-hmm. but i'm not again i'm not mad that he's lex luther if they can if they can capture like whatever they captured for wonder woman moving forward they'll be fine yeah they just have to like get their movies on that level Mm -hmm. go back and like they're watching game tape or something and figure out like all right what do we do here that we've not done on any of our shit leading up to this you know even being someone who loves batman versus superman i will i'll still admit that wonder woman's a much better movie i would like i think i told you i'd put it in my top three yeah superhero movies well you said and dark knight uh the dark knight christopher yeah. nolan's the dark knight is number one mm-hmm. and then it's a constant shift between logan and wonder woman for two and three yeah it is and i think i'd probably put dr strange at number four Really, I just mm-hmm. watched Doctor Strange and I like wasn't that impressed. Really, I mean, I I, I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. It was a cla- it was a Marvel movie through yeah. and through, you know. But like, I just was kind of like, okay, well, there's another character, just kind of mm-hmm. one I, more, I, one down. I thought it was to me better than Age of Ultron. Well, yeah, um, okay, I can agree with and, that. I don't know. Probably it's better I, than I, Iron obviously, Man 3. Well, I guess if I put it where I put it, I think it's better than all of the other Marvel, Marvel movies. movies. I, just something about it I just enjoyed. I like that character for one of those reasons I can't exactly tell you why. I just think he's a cool character, and I thought the yeah. movie was, you know, it did a great job at capturing what I wanted from a Doctor Strange movie. I thought, I thought Benedict Cumberbatch both nailed it, and was also off, like, the whole movie, which which was a weird feeling watching it. In what it. way was he like, off, do you think? I thought, I thought he, like, nailed the look, mm-hmm. and then just for some reason the whole time his voice bothered me. And I'm just like, I have no frame mm-hmm. of reference for it either, because there's not a lot of Doctor Strange stuff. Yeah. I was just like, something is just weird. 
were you expecting him to speak with like an English accent? No, because I know Doctor Strange is not British. Yeah, like at all. He is from New York or whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've seen so many videos of like the amount of accents Benedict Cumberbatch does mm-hmm. and the amount of different voices. So like, you don't have this expectation of like okay i know what robert downey jr sounds like yeah because he when he's iron man he sounds like tony you know tony stark and then in sherlock holmes he sounds like tony stark with a british accent yeah like but you know what he but benedict cumberbatch has like this range about him where he really is able to adjust his voice for different roles so i don't really know what i was expecting but I liked the movie. I just, I think maybe it was a little too hyped or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe so. Which is possible because I waited so long to see it. Like it's on Netflix now. Oh, which is did you? Is that where you watched it? Yeah. Okay. Got to watch it on Netflix. I've now I think the only Marvel movie I haven't seen is uh, Ant Man and then Guardians Two. Um, I'm probably right there with you on that. Yeah. So I have not watched either of those. I've always heard Ant Man's good. I've heard the same thing, and it's like, and I, I really love Paul Rudd too. I do too. I'll tell you exactly where my hesitation comes from, and that is that I was so excited for that movie when Edgar Wright was attached to it. Uh huh. And, and then I was he, then he left. Yeah. Because, I don't know. I mean, just. It made me mad to hear that, like, they wanted him to make it not an Edgar Wright movie. It was like, everything he does is so awesome with Simon Pegg and and Nick Frost. And I could have... I was imagining what it was going to be like, you know? Because Ant-Man is... is, I feel like... I don't... Again, I don't know a lot about Ant-Man, but he's kind of a weird character. Yeah. He's a fun... Like, his comic is probably funnier Mm -hmm. or sillier in concept than other comics. Yeah. I mean, when you have a guy whose power is to shrink down and then has the, sh- the proportional strength of an ant, yeah, like w- what are you gonna do with that <laughs> except be a little funny? Mm-hmm. So I, I never recovered from that. Yeah, but I love see it. I love even just the little bit that Paul Rudd is in Civil War. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I really want to see Ant Man because yeah. I thought he was hilarious in Civil War. I liked Civil War, but again, it doesn't. It does not live up to the comic. It does not, and it came out right around when Batman vs Superman did. And I remember I was one of the few people walking around saying that Batman vs Superman was better, you know. And everyone think, else was just like yeah. jizzing their pants over Civil War. And yeah, it was but like, I think eh. I think Civil War has a a bigger dose of fan service than Batman vs Superman does. Mm-hmm. You get in Batman vs Superman, you get the Dark Knight Returns fight with the bat armor and everything. Uh and even though Civil War is nowhere near um how epic the comic is as far as like superheroes fighting, you still get that like five on five or six on six whatever it is yeah and there's that whole airport airport fight scene and it's just like i said it's just fucking fan service yeah like hey you want 12 marvel heroes in the same movie you want them all to fight here you fucking Mm -hmm. go 
if they could ever get to the point where they're able to do secret invasion oh my god that would be amazing but i don't i don't know if that'll ever happen because that that was such a huge event yeah and but the fallout from it is great too and i'd love to see a a dark rain movie but -hmm. i don't know if that would ever happen either see like a dark avengers movie that would be so cool. I don't even know what their plan after Infinity is. I don't. I don't think they have. I don't. I haven't heard anything. Like I've not heard a announced. single rumor. Uh, not yet. Yeah, not even a rumor af- as to what they're gonna do after Infinity. But you're like speculating at that point on like what the big event in 2030 is gonna be. Yeah. You know exactly. I'd like to see them. It would be really cool if they keep that continuity. Uh huh. I would be really disappointed if they ever reboot the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That would be... I Yeah, I would love to see them keep the continuity. I am afraid that they are going to reboot just because everyone's contract is, like, ending. Mm-hmm. Um, although, like, it just seems... I know... Like, I know... Robert Downey Jr. is, like, sick of playing Tony Stark. But at the same time, it's just like, why stop? Like, mm-hmm. you're going to make a shit load of money. Like, I thought Iron Man 3 was, like, supposed to be his last one, or Avengers 2 was supposed to be his last one or something. Yeah. But now he's, like, got a full role in Spider-Man Homecoming, and he's going to be in Infinity War, and... uh you know, it's just same with um, Chris Evans. I think his he only had like the next Avengers movie lined up, but now he's like considering renewing his contract or whatever. Although I wouldn't be mad if Chris Evans stepped down and then they gave the Captain America role to Winter Soldier, yeah, Sebastian, whatever his name is. That would be cool. Like I'd be down with that. Or even if they made Falcon. Mm-hmm. Captain America like they did yeah. in the comics for a bit um, but I think it'd be really sweet if they did that and then came out with Captain America 4 but it was just it was just the Winter Soldier yeah. like in a Captain America outfit and everything if they ever need to like do something drastic because of the way comics work you know you could always have some sort of merger event with another Marvel universe mm-hmm. where a different version of these Steps characters in. step in. Yeah. Like and, like they could just have what was it? The they could do the new version of Secret Wars mm-hmm. where like if people's contracts are ending and they can't you know, then they, they finally decide they don't want to continue anymore, they could be like, Okay, well, Avengers Secret Wars and the movie is their dimension crashes into another dimension. Yeah. The dimensions become one and then you meet your new Captain America. And the old one dies. The old one dies. Yeah, they kill Chris Evans and then, you know, Chris Pratt comes in as Captain America. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Speaking of Chris's, Chris Pine Mm -hmm. is great in Wonder Woman as well. Yeah. Yeah. I um I'm excited. I think I'm finally excited for Thor Ragnarok because I forgot that Doctor Strange was going to be in it, but he is because of the there's the bonus scene at the end of the movie. 
um, where he's sitting down with Thor. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that's going to be cool. And then Doctor Strange is also going to be in the next Infinity, or uh, next Avengers, I think. I still disagree with the haircut. The haircut. Oh, yeah. Thor. Yeah, totally. Totally disagree with that. No. Not working. I don't like it. But at least they're they're working in Planet Hulk, though, a little bit. So mm-hmm. I guess that'll be kind of cool. Yeah. I think it looks like a Guardians ripoff, but number one, I again, like I said, Doctor Strange will be in it, which I think will be fun. Number two, I think Hela is a really cool villain. And number three, even though I've never read Planet Hulk, like it's still cool to have Hulk in it because they're not giving him a solo movie. Which I don't get. I don't get it. It's like when you're... Everyone knows the Hulk. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it seems like an easy cash grab, if nothing else. Here's a new Hulk movie, you know? People go watch it. Don't, uh, don't want to give Ruffalo his own flick, I guess. I love, love Ruffalo. Have you ever seen, like, GIFs or videos of celebrities reacting to other celebrities? Mm-hmm. There's one of... Um, Mark Ruffalo and he's on the red carpet and Paul Rudd is like doing an interview or whatever and he Mark Ruffalo like walks behind him and he's like mouthing to the camera he's like is that Paul Rudd and somebody must just be like yeah and he's just like (laughs) like and then just like walks behind him and it's just like okay okay okay." Uh, like I was watching I don't know, it just comes up on Facebook, but I was watching one yesterday where, like, uh, like, Jennifer Lawrence was in two of them. She, like, freaks out because Jack Nicholson, like, says hi to her, Mm -hmm. and then another time she, like, runs up to Jeff Bridges and, like, interrupts an interview, and she's like, oh my god, like, I'm such a big fan and everything, and... Anne Hathaway was, like, freaking out because she was arm's length away from Mariah Carey. Like, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's really fun to watch celebrities, like, react to meeting each other. Yeah. And for, like, somebody to be such a big fan of someone else. You just kind of start assuming that all celebrities are just, just know like, each other. Yeah. They just yeah. fucking know each other, but... Uh, oh, who was it? Um, there was a great video on Jimmy Kimmel, Kristen Bell is like, was like sitting in for him while his son is like really sick. Mm -hmm. And Adam Scott from Parks and Rec was on and he was talking about how when he was five years old, he wrote a letter to Mark Hamill and invited Mark to his birthday party. Uh And it was like right after the original Star Wars had come out and he was like obsessed and so he, like, wrote him a letter and, like, invited him and was just, you know, like, I just figured, you know, if he wasn't busy yeah. or whatever. And, like, obviously he didn't show up or anything like that. But then they bring out Mark Hamill and Adam Scott, like, almost starts crying. Oh, wow. Because he's, like, wanted to meet Mark Hamill for his entire life. And Mark Hamill even brought a lightsaber out and, like, presented him <laughs> with a lightsaber. Oh, that's pretty cool. It was really cool. He was just, like, he was tearing up. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's so funny watching cool. watching that happen. Speaking of that, it reminds me of the, the Kevin Smith story. 
when he got to go and see the Star Wars set. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. such a good story. Yeah. I love that. I loved I loved him talking about walking up the ramp to the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, and about and his like, ears dropping away. Yeah, just, just getting just, to the top and just, like, crying. Yeah. Because he was standing on the Millennium Falcon. And he said he, at that point, he was, like, eight years old, you know? Yeah. Just totally caught up in being a fan you know because when you're making movies for your whole career it's just like as he says i think you know you see behind the curtain so often that kind of you lose your ability to be wowed by anything even though you may like films you know it's like you may see the new star wars when when they came out before and it's like oh that's cool that star wars is back but like to be there and see especially what jj abrams had done with bringing back so much of the older stuff yeah i think it was it was really magical in that way so oh well we're about uh we're about at our limit for today folks yeah folks it uh yeah the next time we come back here we'll be um in the process of recording our full-length album so um uh, until the outro this week's program um that's about all we got for right now so we're going to uh get out of here quickly after we tell you to visit us at superdivorceme.com it's um our mother base our our uh our base of operations one-stop shop for the super divorce superverse there you go and uh every week you can go there, you can see a brand new teaser clip with a demo track, a snippet of a demo track from our upcoming album that we're going to be recording starting next week. Yeah, a piece of a section of a part right. of a song. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also uh, facebook.com slash superdivorce. Add us there, say hello and uh what else instagram at super divorce band twitter at super divorce look me up across your social media at uh, nicholas Villars and bender you can find me on facebook normally i'm commenting on super divorce stuff so if you want to add me on facebook you can do that that way uh or you can find me on instagram at bender butt yep so we will see you next week mid-recording the brand new Super Divorce album. We'll be coming at you from what is it? Uh, Near Saginaw. Saginaw. Up in Saginaw. Michigan. It's gonna be awesome. Until then. Bye, chefs. Super Divorce.